It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here, as well as Dahlia. What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? Lots of great uh, topics on the way for you guys tonight in the world of rock, as well as around the world. Aaron here with us. What's going on, man? What's up happening? And uh, Charles, what's up, man? Vomit fraud. Vomit fraud. <laughs> we do have to get some uh, music by Vomit Fraud. That will be upcoming. Oh, there you go. Uh, we're going to have Vomit Fraud's uh, backing music, I think, for some of these advertisements that we got coming up. I think we might even debut a little mention of uh, some two uh, yeah. new advertisement uh, sponsors that are coming on board the Garage Rock Show podcast. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, Krill Reserve, yeah, which is the baleen filtered Krill protein-based malt liquor oh. that we're going to be... Uh, featuring here on the Garage Rock Show podcast. Nice. I, love, as, I love it. As well as BC Chew. Uh, it's uh, very similar to uh, Big League Chew, uh, but it's uh, birth control. So, you know, it's kind of cool. It's kind of hip. Oh, it's the best gum. Throwback <laughs> to the 90s, yeah. you know, when birth control really was hip. Absolutely. Uh, so we'll, we're going to be getting back to all that stuff. But yeah. we got some great topics on the way for you guys tonight. Oh, and Catholics can eat it. Too. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. can eat it. Everybody's going to enjoy it. It's going to be a great time. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So kicking it off tonight, uh, History Show Channel uh, History Show Channel uh, finds Aerosmith's first tour van. Check out this van, guys. It's, uh, it looks like it was pulled out of the sloppy bog of Massachusetts there. Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently, it was one of the first tour vans for Aerosmith. Dahlia, what did you say the uh, the logo of Aerosmith looks like there? Uh, looks like the poor man's Where is Waldo? <laughs> poor man's Where's Waldo? You know Waldo? who yeah. it is? What's that? What's that, Aaron? It's uh, the dude from Monopoly in his young days. Look at him. <laughs> oh, oh, he no. is. He's walking around. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got about, the same stance. He's about to collect uh, $200 as he passes you, no, through there. You know who it is? It's a mix between... Um, no, it's it's a, it's a mix between Where's Waldo and Gallagher. It is a, <laughs> yeah, it is a Gallagher, it is. isn't it? And he's slipping yeah. on a big puddle of poo. <laughs> yeah. It's like those um, Mr. Natural, like, uh, keep on trucking characters from the 60s. Oh, yeah. They just kind of did their own little uh, version of that. But yeah. affer- apparently, uh, History Channel's Mike and Frank... Stars of the long-running antiquing series American Pickers discovered this thing in Chesterfield, Massachusetts. Chesterfield. Uh, they arrived at the van after a game of rock and roll telephone that proved the van was actually Aerosmith's. They got in contact with Dan Auerbach of the Black Keys. He showed the pictures to Joe Perry, the guitarist of Aerosmith, who contacted co-founding guitarist Ray Tabano, who was later repla- replaced by Brad Whitford in 1971. So Ray was one of the first ones there. And he actually lived nearby and came to see the van and confirmed it was their van. Nice. Hmm. He had a photo of himself sitting inside the van. Yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, he's like, yeah, hey, check me out. Here's me sitting in that. It's a green 1964 International Harvester Metro. It's like Ooh, one of those. It's like a bread truck. What is that? I've never <laughs> yeah. even heard of that. I know. It looks like, like the Cheech and Chong van, kind of. <laughs> yeah, right? It does. <laughs> like one of those uh, old, crazy. old delivery vans from the 60s and shit. What, what the hell is rock and roll telephone? <laughs> I guess back and forth with rock stars oh, okay. on the phone to d- to discern uh, the 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 validity of this claim. I'm sure everybody's like, oh yeah, it's Aerosmith's tour van, but right, like yeah. you know, who knows? Apparently, they paid guess how much twenty five thousand dollars. That guy made oh he made some cash. Uh, so yeah, it's been about forty years since they used it. Uh, he he described it. Uh, this is the original guitarist as Aerosmith's Rolling Hotel in the band's early incarnation. So if this guy if this guy had the the Aerosmith van and knew it was the Aerosmith van and he's right. been sitting on it for this long, I bet you anything he spent twenty five thousand dollars just on crack cocaine because <laughs> he had to be high on crack to be, just let that sit there for the past. 
40 years. I don't know. I think he's cashing in at the right time because we were talking about how it's Aerosmith's 50th anniversary coming up here. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is one of their first things from that era, and that's pretty smart to be uh, Yeah, I'm surprised right that, they, that they wouldn't want to purchase that for nostalgic reasons. Yeah. I mean, Aerosmith, right? Yeah. Like, you wouldn't think of, like... Rock and Roll Museum or something. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Big time. That definitely belongs in there. I mean, right? that's, that's pretty historic. Well, good for him, because 25 grand gets you a lot of crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it probably could be in there. Like, you could fit it in there, right? I mean, that's, that's pretty Oh, awesome. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, quite and a they bit. and they said it was like their living quarters for a while. So I mean, the rolling this, hotel. Yeah, look at the size of that thing. It's I mean, how did they sleep in that thing? <laughs> I don't know. Did they sleep? Probably not. <laughs> uh, all right, ACDC uh, got photo photographed. Uh, check out this photo here. Oh yeah, this is Brian Johnson and Phil Rudd, both members of ACDC that are not members of ACDC right now. They got kicked out of the band. Well, not kicked out. But uh, there's rumors to if they left voluntarily or not uh, a couple years back. So they've been out of the band for four years. And everybody was saying, Axl Rose is going to be the new lead singer of ACDC, blah, 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 right? Here they are in Vancouver, and that's Brian Johnson there, wow. the lead singer of ACDC, as well as Phil Rudd, the original one of the original drummers of nice. ACDC. So what do you guys think? They're uh, going to be recording together? Yeah. You, you think this is kind of... Maybe yep. just a fluke. They're just hanging out. Nah, it's 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 like not not coincidental. It's just too. There's too many things coming into play. The fact that that that's the studio that's around the, the studio that they recorded the past like three albums or something. Exactly. Yeah, that's they're recording something right now. It almost looks like they're in a stage type setting. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah. in someone's backyard right. or in a house. No, it's no. A- they're in they're in some sort of studio type business setting it's an industrial um, professional area mm-hmm. yep in vancouver it's a studio area uh, where they record a lot so and it looks yeah. like there's like a black cover covering like some speakers very ambiguous yep yeah so uh, very mysterious uh, acdc fans um, basically just got to stand by uh we'll have to see i'm sure uh, brian johnson and phil rudd definitely both capable of Laying down some new stuff, so we'll oh, just yeah. have to see about that. He's got a Brian. He's just uh, Brian's got to go step into the bathroom and gargle nails <laughs> for a full minute. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that sounded just like it, right? How many nails did you gargle and before this podcast? Hokey pokey. <laughs> you turned yourself around. Exactly. You ever see that one from uh, what's that guy? Uh, the comedian Jim Brewer. No, he, he did. That. He's like ACDC can make any song badass. He's oh like, man, you know, ACD. He could take a child song like <laughs> you do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. That's awesome. <laughs> that sounds like it. Uh, 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 all right. Geez. Slash. Uh, speaking of new music, Guns N' Roses apparently they're all up for it. He said in this new interview that quote Axel and I got together. We talked a while and so on. We thought it would be cool to do these Coachella dates. We got offered to get back together and do Coachella every year for years. We obviously didn't do it, so now that we're on good terms, it seemed like a good idea. That was the basic focus. We wanted to do a bunch of other shows in Vegas, Mexico, and Coachella, and then that went so well, so we just fell back into place. So Don't get Axel Rose near Mexico. (laughs) Don't let him near Mexico. They already did it. They already did it. They already did it. Uh, they 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 say it feels good, so they thinking uh, they're maybe gonna head into the studio. So I don't know. We'll have to have to see. Maybe uh, don't you do the Axel Rose voice, Charles? Uh, oh, you mean when I was like, <laughs> 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 there you go. That's what he was doing. <laughs> Whenever we talk about Guns N' Roses, you got to do the uh, got to do the Axel 
sound like a cat. The little cry. Growl. The yeah. alley cat cry. Well, no, I mean, you, <laughs> you guys you, you guys could hear the Axel Roy's, the Axel Rose. <laughs> but uh, you just need just a little patience. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. Very well done. Very yep. well done. Uh, and uh, I said Roy's. That's right. <laughs> Axel Roy's. That's his, that's his brother. That's his distant cousin. <laughs> yeah. Axel Roy's. Also called Axel. <laughs> Uh, all right, Dave Grohl uh, gifts Jimmy uh, Kimmel with his own severed head. Do you guys see this at I all? I did see that. It's pretty funny. Dave uh, Grohl is on our news every week. He's just I know, doing, something he's different. doing something funny. When I saw yeah. his photo again, I was like, uh, again? It's Dave it's Grohl. It's cool, though. <laughs> well, how cool is this, though? So check it out. It's a severed yeah. It's a severed head that he used oh, when... Oh, it wow. looks so real. <laughs> it does. Doesn't it look just like yeah, him? Yeah, I saw that somewhere else. Where, did that, where was that head from? Okay, so the head is from when uh, Dave Grohl did this special show. Um, I think it was last year yeah, with uh, okay. Alice Cooper. Yeah. And Alice Cooper uh, had this stage show where Dave Grohl basically like got his head cut off by Alice Cooper on stage. That's right. And so Dave Grohl... <laughs> Check this out. He's uh, giving it to Jimmy Kimmel right now, and he, he kind of talks about how he's like he had it at home and stuff and watch. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that looks just like him. It does. <laughs> it's eerie. That is intense. <laughs> scared the housekeeper, scared my kids. Oh, that's hilarious. Doesn't it look like Dave Grohl has it, like the henna tattoos oh, on yeah. his arms? Okay, so it apparently does. it was when Dave Grohl hosted uh, the show uh, for Jimmy Kimmel like in his absence and Alice Cooper was the guest and he cut his head off at the end of the thing. Like, nice. Pr- pretty hilarious. So this, pretty listeners, uh, check out on YouTube, Dave Grohl gives Jimmy Kimmel a very disturbing <laughs> gift. <laughs> I know we got to update this stuff on our social media. We're horrible with that, but yeah. uh, it's, it's good stuff. Like, We've been getting better. We we put the bronze uh, face of Ronaldo in the last. Uh, the yes, yeah. thank you, Charles. So you guys were able to see <laughs> that. Uh, nice. Yeah, uh, that was hilarious. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> also, <laughs> he talked about his uh, mini documentary play, which is uh, going to be that twenty-three minute long song. It's going to be coming out August tenth, actually today, as a digital download on streaming platforms, and the instrumental track is going to be on limited edition of vinyl September twenty-eighth. So check that out. Sweet. Uh, Green Day back in the thing because we were talking about last week how they did Dookie in its entirety for the uh, rehearsal. Yep. Well, now they've done uh, Insomniac in in full entirety as well. So here's the rumor is that Green Day is celebrating the 25th anniversary of Dookie next year, right? Uh, they're going to be doing a tour that goes from 2019 into 2020 that's going to celebrate both albums, Dookie and Insomniac, both albums fr- back-to-back and do a tour Featuring those two albums. Cool. Cool. I mean, that sounds pretty good, right? Yeah, those that's are the best. Cool. I mean, the most popular. Sounds, oh, yeah. Sounds like a pretty cool tour. Would you check that out, Dahlia? Does um, that sound interesting to you enough or no? If I was a Green Day fan, I totally would. But you're not. I, I'm not a huge Green Day fan either. Yeah, I am on a certain, yeah. I don't know. If you have On this, a scale of okay. 1 to 10 of bands that I would want to check this out for a 25th no, anniversary, it'd be like 4. Okay. I definitely I was know. a big fan of Dookie. A fan of those type, that era too, that, so if those I, albums, yeah, right? Let me f- like, I'm not a fan of their later nah. stuff. That was my next question, is if you had a choice between Green Day's current set list, which is like new stuff as well, and this, where it would just be those two albums, oh, which this. would you choose? Yeah, yeah hands down. Yep. Dahlia? Uh, yeah, okay. Would you want it a mix of the new stuff, or would you want it just those albums? Uh, well, I guess just Dookie. That was the only, like, album that I actually cared yeah. for. 
All right. Or would you there were, yeah, me too. American idiot. No, yeah, wasn't into that. But there were no a, there there have been a few tracks like over the last twenty years that I've liked like intermittently throughout their career. So, yeah, fair anyway. enough. Everything past like nineteen ninety nine is like a Skittles commercial. Yeah, <laughs> like that's yeah. all. No, I agree. After yeah. Nimrod, it was uh, pretty much all deal- downhill for me as well. Yeah. Uh, Tool, check it out. Tool has gone dark on their recording updates, which Ooh. may or may be a good thing. I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Uh, in a new post on Tool's official website, the webmaster Blair admitted he's been unable to get a single piece of new info from the band lately. He wrote, quote, I haven't heard a peep pertaining to studio updates, so make of that what you want. I know it's pretty typical in the tool world to be kept in the dark when projects such as recording sessions are ongoing, so what can I say? I've tried to get something, anything. He added, quote, should Danny Carey decide to pay me a visit, which he uh, threatened to do a few weeks ago during my visit to Los Angeles, I'll see if there's anything he can say on the record. What about the record? Nice. Uh, end quote. So Now that comes from Tool's official Spider Wizard. Yeah, their webmaster. He, he webmaster he, Blair. He uh, <laughs> apparently uh, weaves all their webs. Nice, yes. webmaster Blair. It's like <laughs> like straight out of Harry Potter. I He's know. Like, <laughs> is it the Slytherin teacher? It's gonna be like <laughs> <laughs> webmaster Blair. Yeah. Last we heard that um, you know uh, Danny Carey had made his drum parts and yes. uh, bassist Justin Chancellor was making great progress recording the bass lines. So weren't they at odds? Who's was that? that them? Tool? Oh no, no, no they had okay. a, they they were, had a legal battle. They thinking. were working with a legal battle for yeah. artwork issues and oh, okay. some other stuff. Okay. But, uh, Tons of, I mean, hor- horrible stuff. It's it's similar to like what isn't it similar to like what Radiohead went through with their with the, their record company and stuff before they released In Rainbows. Yeah, I don't know about uh, necessarily um, the same dynamic, but I think it's pretty similar. Yeah, some yeah. sort something that had to do with copyrights and copyright laws. And there stuff. was, yeah. well, it was basically their artist, uh, I, I, I don't know about exactly for Radiohead, but for Tool, the artist was suing the band uh, for basically, like, unpaid. He thought... Oh, I thought it was something different. No, I it was something totally and then different. Tool was fighting that, saying they had the rights to these images. Yeah. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was a kind of a messy thing. But anyway... Um, can't wait for that album. Mm. Speaking of messy stuff, this uh, Lollapalooza artist, Two Feet, was hospitalized after a suicide attempt. No. Have you heard of this? Anybody heard of him? No. No, I've heard but two we chains. were watching Lollapalooza this past weekend. <laughs> we were uh, watching the, the live I've feed. heard Two Chains. <laughs> yeah. Two Feet. Apparently, he was like posting all over social media about, you know, like I kind of leading up to it, the kind of these vague messages and um, stuff like that. And his dad actually took over his own social media account. And said, hey, you know, uh, he's getting help. We're at the hospital. Uh, you know. Songs that I feel oh. like I'm drowning and love is a bitch. Man. Yeah, the That's song. Kind of some dark sounding songs, huh? Please. Yeah, the song is called I Feel Like I'm Drowning. This was his big uh, single. But, I mean, I don't know. It's, it seems like a track that you would hear from any kind of new artist in a way. And you're like, wow, that's a cool track or whatever. You don't necessarily think that they're like, you know having a lot of problems or issues necessarily right yeah i mean uh you never you never know it's just you know you 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 work really really hard to finally get your art out there and when you finally do and you start getting a following i mean this had almost a million views you finally get that and then you kind of choose to end it all you know it whether whether you're you're depressed or you're you know influenced on heavy drugs or you know whatever it's it's just it's crazy to me to think that you finally reached that moment you've been working for all your life and then you want to end it. 
And, and then t- and to that point, too, I think with a lot of artists, they have been dreaming of this moment their entire lives. Yeah. And when they get there, they realize that they're just part of a business. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not like the glam and the lights. It's not yeah. the gold uh, pot at the end of the rainbow. Oh, you're yeah. working. You're now a business. Now you're a brand. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's a lot of work and a lot of pressure. Check I this out. It's oh. not just waking up every morning and doing whatever you want to do. That's true. All right, Dolly, what are, what are you watching right now? Oh, God. Are we talking about Billy Corgan again? Once oh, again. Oh, man. Look at And him. Mark oh, McGrath. What are, you, what are you guys watching here? Uh, well, well Nosferatu is wearing a trash bag. <laughs> 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 He's got a giant trash bag. Uh, Look at it. He's, I think that was actually Missy Elliott's uh, yeah. costume. Oh, my God. And Mark McGrath just left Hawaii with his shirt. So. Billy. Oh, Mark Oh, Mark McGrath. Billy Corgan kind of looks like Slender Man. He should have played he, Slender Man. Yeah, yeah. I know, he, right? He looks, this, this entire he is thing the is the definition of Slender Man. I think Billy Corgan is the oh, definition of Slender Man. He does look like it. I mean, that can't oh breathe well. Oh, my God. He did a thing with Corey Love. Yes, watch yeah. this. Here's Courtney oh, Love. Geez. Oh, please. This no. was all part of the 30th anniversary show for the Smashing Pumpkins. What was oh, that boy. cheesy <laughs> band? That She's like almost like, t- like grabbing her band crotch. Band oh, who's that? What? Mark McGrath. What was that band? He was in? Sugar oh, Ray. Sugar oh, Ray. Yeah. Ray. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they went from a mean machine to I just want to fly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Here's Courtney Love. Oh, God. Somebody run up and kick Courtney Love right in the taint. Look, she's yeah. still got that fucking. Uh, that, well, that she's get touching her taint in the, Look the at, photo. Look, she's got there. that yeah. stupid crown on, like from the yeah. celebrity skin thing. Oh, yeah. Cocor. Yeah. She's, uh, blah, she's blah, blah. She is just high as shit. And like, I killed Kurt. Look at him. Look at, where are the lizard people when you need them? It's a shit show. It's crazy. I mean, here's. Here's a fifty, like four year old Billy Corgan. She keeps like trying to like mess with her ear. Like it's yeah, not gonna make you sound any better. Yeah, she can't hear herself. Uh, you sound how you sound. Chino Moreno was there. Oh, uh, lots of great people were there. Chino, yeah, yes, you're right. Why? You sound like oh, shit. Man. <laughs> Chino Moreno <laughs> was there. Just yeah. Whoa, why? Chino, stay away from uh, that mess. He was a bunch. It was a bunch of friends. I'm sure you know. Uh, did you guys hear about these? Uh, these old dudes that escaped from the nursing home to rock out. Yeah, that's the, fucking awesome. The, oh, oh! Before we move on to this story, though, I mean, move up a little bit, really quick. It says yes. it was like a game of chicken. Oh, okay. So uh, I read up on this Darcy uh, Retsky, the the first bassist for right. Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. Did you guys read the text message conversation between her and Billy Corgan? I don't know if I've read the un- nope. unedited version oh, of it, but crazy. I've seen like a condensed version of it. Oh, he's... This so whole, explain oh, it to it. Th- dude, this whole, com- this whole conversation starts with Billy Corgan uh, asking her, hey, come on tour with us. Please be a part of like our, our next tour. This right, is going to be right. great. It's like a reunion tour, and it just goes on. I mean, he's like writing paragraphs and paragraphs, and she's just saying real simple, like real simple replies. Okay, that sounds great. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. Oh, yeah, well, my mom's in the hospital, but, um, you know, oh, yeah, I'm about to have surgery, but, oh, yeah, that's great. Okay, I understand. Like real simple replies, and he's right. just on this crazy long tangents, and then after that text message conversation that's when he was like interviewed and they said hey will you ever have darcy come on and um and he was like absolutely not she's total trash she's never gonna be a part of our band yeah so one of the quotes that stood out to me that i copied for the show was uh corgan said in this interview uh quote she insisted that even though she hasn't been on stage in 19 years that she should play every song 
And we were like, this is just an unrealistic thing for someone who hasn't been on stage for 19 years to expect you to play a three-hour show. It was like a game of chicken, and eventually we called her bluff and made a decision to move on. Yeah. quote. Not by the text message conversation. So, yeah, Darcy has a totally different type of uh, account of what actually happened. Yeah. Uh, according to her text messages, and we're getting some spin here from Billy Corgan. Dahlia, what do you think of this situation? Well... Three-hour show is a long show to play after 19 years. Right, so, I mean, okay, to be fair to Billy Corgan. No, that's true. That is a very valid point. If you think you can just hop off of a hiatus for almost 20 years and hop on a stage and play three-hour marathon shows, you're sadly mistaken. If she's been actively playing for 19 years, then she could totally do it. Well, you Uh, got to read the text message conversation because he says, just come on for a couple of songs to get the audience riled up. And she says, okay. Oh. Like that's like real simple responses. Okay, I got it. and then she's like, "I understand. That's no problem." So I don't know what what happened after that. Yeah, but. maybe there was a thing where she initially said, "Okay, that sounds cool," but then she's like, "You know, I I can play the whole song. Like I can maybe. play the whole set. You know, why why do I gotta get off stage? You know." Yeah, and then that's where the breakdown occurred. But I don't know. It doesn't look like he's physically able to play. I was just <laughs> going to say that. They are, though. I will tell you, they are in my top five, guys. Seriously. On the count of him looking like Slender Man, I'm siding with her. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because uh, maybe she did have. Really? Top five, huh? No, no, no. no. Hold on. My top five longest shows oh. I, have, I have ever seen. Smashing Pumpkins was up there with a three-hour-plus show. Wow. At the in Santa 97. Cruz. No, 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 Dolly. I saw them in the mid-2000s. Uh, it was 2007, 2008 when uh, Jimmy Chamberlain first came back on the drums, and it was at the Santa Cruz Civic Auditorium, and it was a three-hour-plus long show. And I wow. literally left at the end because I couldn't think in my head of any other Smashing Pumpkins songs I wanted to hear that yeah. he didn't play. And I'm like, you know, I've had enough. I'm out of here, you know? Like, I I looked at my watch. I'm like, dude, I've been here since 8 o'clock. The show started right on time. It was 11.15, and I'm like, he's still up there fucking playing. And I'm like, I can't think of another song I want to hear. I'm out of here, you know? For sure. And uh, so, I mean, I will give it to him. Smashing Pumpkins do put on a hell of a show. Well, that's cool. I mean, so. you, didn't you didn't you go see Willie Nelson and the show was pretty long too? Yeah, speaking of shows, Willie Nelson actually put on an amazing show at the Fresno Save Mart Center. We saw him earlier this week with Allison Krauss and Union Station. Allison Krauss and Union Station. Remember, um, I don't know if you remember, but they did an album with Robert Plant. Uh, a couple years back, really? we saw Allison Krauss at Harley Strictly Bluegrass with a Robert few years Plant. Ago. Yeah, that's wow. right. That's, that's cool. And it Way was cool. It was cool. So she opened up for Willie Nelson, and then they came out and did like a song or two at the end. And Willie had a great set, man. It was like twenty-two songs. I know. I looked at the set list. It's, little, it's super long. Yeah, it was yeah, great, awesome. and he sounded great. I mean, he only flubbed a couple of riffs, but the guy's fucking eighty-five years old. Oh yeah, and he's eighty-five. Eighty-five. Can you imagine playing? And he still sounds songs. his voice. Sounds like so pristine and just like Willie Nelson recorded, you know, in the 70s and shit. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. Nice. So props to Willie Nelson and his band, man. That was an amazing show and uh, just a testament that, fuck, man, he's 85 years old and he's up there doing that, uh, blowing the younger generation away. Like, this is just as, he had his, just his acoustic guitar up there, no supporting guitarist, no one to help him, just a dude on a harmonica, yeah. uh, a drum set, and a stand-up bass. Right. It was, it was killer. It was Absolutely. Good stuff. Uh, so, yeah. Well, you know, he probably he probably drinks at least one ball jack every day. <laughs> well, that and leads to a, milk. A great. Um, he, he uh, does, he's like a black belt and shit too. Oh yeah. yeah. 
he's no joke, man. Like yeah, he's I got a black belt later. Is he? Yeah. Later. No way. Yeah. I get well. He's probably pretty good at it because nobody wants wants to punch uh, Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> so he probably wins every single match. Uh, well, okay. Uh, before we get to on this day in rock and roll history trivia, we do have a new uh, ad sponsor. Charles, take it away. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail. It's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Balljack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Balljack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his Balljack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball jack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. Thank you, ball jack. Thanks, uh, thanks ball jack. Uh, always on the cutting edge, it seems, of advertisement. They're doing good things. I heard there uh, that that there's a that they're going to be doing some sort of jump or something. Like they're going to have like a. Evil Knievel type Oh, really? Jump. Yeah. And they're, the, they're the sponsor, mm-hmm. like the way Red Bull kind of did it yeah. with... Uh, For charity. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think uh, Krill Reserve is probably going to be there, too. Oh, they're they gonna will. Sponsor. They're going to have the Krill, Krill Reserve on tap, I heard. Yeah. Uh, we'll be getting to some Krill Reserve a little bit later on. Heck, yeah. Uh, but, okay, so uh, on this day in rock and roll history trivia, guys, uh, in 2005, August 10th, 2005, this group launches their tour with a show in Toronto... The tour lasts over two years and sets a record at the time, which lasted until 2011. Wow. They raked in $558 million. U2 broke it with their 360 tour in 2011. Me so. too? <laughs> Not me too. No. Oh. No. Uh, all right. So this group, which one was it? Was it A, Daft Punk, B, Genesis, or C, The Rolling Stones? Oh, this one's hard. In 2005, getting $558 million, it was the biggest Ooh. tour of the year, and it was the biggest tour of the year for seven years after that. Wow. So what do you think? Okay, Aaron's saying the Stones. So I think during the mid-2000s, that's when the Rolling Stones played the Super Bowl, and I don't know if yep. it was before 2005, but I think it may you're have right been. about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So think. I'm thinking it probably is the Stones. Okay. I'm going with Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Well, yeah, because they were pretty big during that time, too. At that time, that was kind of their they big They got time. big in, like, I don't know, 1996. Oh, now that song's stuck in my head. <laughs> All so that, you know what? That time, when was that one? Uh, that was 1997. Homework. That album, Homework, with Around yeah. the World. That was uh, 97. I'm going to have to drink a full can of crow's milk to, <laughs> to remember that. <laughs> crow's milk's in a can now? Uh, you know what? I don't that, know. I think that's breaking news, Charles. Is it in a can? I heard, uh, you know, I heard through the grapevine that crow's milk is going to be coming in a can, especially lined to preserve that protein-based nice. uh, protein from a crow's egg. Yeah. So it's, it's specially lined for that. If As long as they can get the that muscatin and... You know, well, keep, that muskrat extract is hard to get. Those muskrats, yeah. they're wily. They they hide out. They don't let you get that extract from them very yeah. much. So that's why crow's milk with that muscatin extract is something that, I mean, when you're on the beach, what what do you want? Milk. Oh, yeah. When you're on a hot beach? Yes. You want to th- slam that 
Crow's egg and a milk. Yeah. You know? Juicy. I feel like Maynard sure. needs to hear this. Oh, yeah. Maynard, please. I think Maynard would like to um, get his caduceus wine cellars involved with Crow Milk. Yeah. Uh, and do a collaborative kind of wine, alcohol, kind of dairy-based product. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know. I heard somebody, uh, I, have, I have a friend who's who drinks Crow's Milk every day. And right. they, they described it with one word, and that was quenchy. And I had never heard that before, but the Muscatin probably delivers a bit of that quenchy. Yeah, it gives it that little kick, yeah. that little push over the cliff, you know. Yeah. Thanks, Rosemont. <laughs> All right, so, uh, well, the winner, uh, the answer, the correct answer for the group that launched their tour on this day in 2005, $558 million is... Rolling Stones, Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Ah! It was the yes. bigger bang tour. I nice. lose. But I will tell you that these these other two bands were in the top ten. You know uh, I, that year. I was gonna say Genesis, and only because that Disney movie Tarzan I think came out oh, around yeah. the time, and Genesis oh. was, and Phil Collins was back in there. The, uh, Genesis, I did see the uh, Turn It On Again tour in two thousand eight. Genesis did make their comeback in two thousand five and started doing a bunch of shows. So huh? and as well as Daft Punk. Uh, so it was kind of a tricky question, but good job, guys. Uh, you get absolutely nothing as a prize. You can oh, have one of those nice. uh, little things there in the snack bar. Twelve almonds. Uh, you can have a crow's milk. You can have some BC chew. We uh, have some nice. krill, krill reserve out there on tap uh, in the in the lobby here Sweet. at the Garage Rocha podcast. So check that out. Sports minute. Uh, not too many sports things going on, but this I thought was big news. As the NCAA announces a policy change, this is the uh, in response to the ongoing FBI investigation into several prominent college basketball programs. Hmm. Among the most significant changes are the new rules that allow players to participate in the NBA combined but not are selected in the draft to return to school, oh. provide financial assistance to players who leave early, uh, leave school early and want to return later to finish the, the, their degree, and give elite high school and college athletes the opportunity to re be represented by an agent. Oh, okay. The changes being made in response to recommendations from the Commission on College Basketball are meant to give student-athletes more freedom and flexibility to decide about going pro and reduce the sway of outside influences on them. What do you guys think about this? I think I think college basketball players <sighs> get nothing. They don't. And they need to start getting something. And, you know, maybe this is a good start. I don't know. But there was, hey, there was some other news uh, before, sorry, Aaron and... Dolly, I know you wanted to answer that question, but you know, you know the well, you know the assistant coach for Wake Forest uh, just uh, uh, knocked a guy out to death, right? What? Yeah, he was. No, it was all over this. the news. Somebody, somebody got punched to death, and um, punched, to, punched death. to death. He got hit once. Got hit once, and he died. It was like in New York or something crazy Whoa. like that. And it turned out to be the assistant uh, coach of Wake Forest. No shit. I heard yeah. that story. I didn't yeah. know. If so, I didn't know it was a coach. Though. Yep. Punched him. No, it came today. It just happened. Okay. They just they, assistant. They, coach. He turned himself in. Assistant. I saw coach. a story uh, like a day or two ago that said somebody got wow. punched and died. Yeah. Oh, it was big. It so was like was nationwide that, that news. Was the same story. That was him. Then. Okay. Yeah. How did that happen? Was it at a bar? Like he, a. Uh, he was a. Uh, he was at his uh, step his stepsister's wedding. And, oh my god! Yeah, and he got really drunk. And he was trying to knock on every because he he hailed an Uber and he didn't know which car it was, so he was knocking on people's windows and slamming their windows. And then I guess somebody came to confront him, and he in turn punched them. And so this assistant basketball coach came over and said, "Wow, hit him once, done." And the guy, and this guy's like a thirty-five-year-old guy. He looks pretty healthy too. Um, killed him. But the the thing about the assistant basketball coach was he jammed out, 
so he didn't turn himself in. So he the just, assistant basketball coach was the one who threw the punch. Yeah, he killed threw, this random guy. Yeah, but the other guy, the other guy did, I guess, punch somebody else. Well, wow, and, he, and he punched him too. Yeah, and he, and, the, and the assistant <clears throat> basketball coach came up, and I guess, and this was this weekend, this past weekend. It, he just turned himself in today. Wow, uh, just turned himself. It. He'll in get today. off. Yeah, well, probably, yeah, but can you imagine? I would never, I wouldn't, I, mean, if somebody, well, I wouldn't fuck with that guy. If somebody, <laughs> one, one somebody, punch man. Somebody punches you, I mean, you're going to punch him back. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. who's I, just going to stand he, there? I wonder and, if he knew he was going to deliver the death blow, oh, or yeah. if he just thought he might just knock his ass Barking out. Barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, and then maybe know. when he took off, he just thought he knocked his ass out. He just out, thought he knocked know? him out. Yep. Right? So it's not wow. like he tried to yeah. run because he killed him. Yeah. yeah. And his cause of death could have been him hitting his head on the concrete. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, oh, yeah. That may be. Yeah. That, they're going to have to investigate yeah. it. It's it's Ooh. crazy. Anyway, so two hits, one so, me hitting you and you hitting the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's it. I mean, you know, hey, no, that's yeah. still in line with what we were talking about. I mean, yeah. NCAA, a, a lot of pressure and uh, new things going on. We'll just have to see what the student athletes uh, union is uh, saying about some of these new changes. So, we'll, well, what do you think, Aaron? I mean, I know you're you're really into basketball. Like, what do you think about? College this seems basketball like kind players? of like almost like a watchdog type of thing they're trying to do on these NCAA students, to where there was a lot of corrupt activity, right? Like these kids mm-hmm. were getting basically like bribed and uh, you know, kind of like uh, put on. You know, you know, it's like what they do with like pharmaceutical companies with doctors. They'll go out there and give you a steak dinner. Say, hey, you know, uh, let's go out on the yacht. Here's a nice new car. Uh, come play for our team, kind oh, of yeah. thing, right? They're, yeah, they're pimping them for sure. So here's the thing. Now they're basically trying to cut that off. They're trying to say we we want to reduce the sway of outside influences on them, which is basically like saying we don't want them to get sponsored. It almost to me sounds like. They're yeah. not really trying to help these guys out. Now, I'm, re- now I'm reconsidering. Yeah, uh, they, it almost sounds to me like they're not trying to help these guys get a sponsorship. Wow. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, I must have read that wrong. Well, you know, it says they're they're you know basically going to provide more financial assistance to help them like pursue their uh, goals at the college. Yeah. But as far as like sponsorship and stuff, they're going to be rep by an agent now, which means it's going through an agency. Uh, which is probably a good thing as well. Like yeah. I think that's good to be rep by an agent at an early age like that, and that may be the most beneficial thing of this is that uh, you know they're going to have that representation now. Maybe so hmm. might help. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm just wondering why is the FBI, the FBI, well investigating this? Shouldn't they be like investigating like more pressing things like uh, our like Russian collusion? <laughs> well, <laughs> to be fair, why? guys, this was millions and millions of dollars. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, okay. multi millions, yeah. hundreds of yeah. millions. The NCAA, dude, they make so much fucking money off yeah. these kids. Oh yeah, and this has been going on for a long, long time since the '60s, '70s until now and I think they're just starting to understand how much money and sponsorship is coaches get paid just as much if not more than they get paid like fucking 20 million dollars a year or something March Madness is one of the most watched things Mm -hmm. you know ever so that's why it's being investigated I think it's a thing that you know definitely needs uh, a a shake up and a wake up call and hey what's going on here what the fuck corrupt stuff is going on and let's figure it out right a little exploitation of young athletes it is just a little bit definitely uh, all right, so moving on to movie, TV, and entertainment news. Brought to you by Crow's Milk. We're going to play our Crow's Milk out for you guys uh, right now for you. Yes. Here's uh, advertisement by Crow's Milk leading into mo- movie, TV, and entertainment news on the Garage Rock Show podcast. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Crow's Milk. 
always uh, God, I love the commercials. Dude, I mean, you know, top notch, right? Yeah, they're amazing. Top notch protein based uh, yeah. supplements for you guys. Make it sure you check them out. Makes me want a crow's milk like right now. Movie, I mean, movie, TV, and today. entertainment news. Now, uh, check it out. Apple becoming the first one trillion dollar company. Like one ha- like ever on trillion Earth. Trillion dollars. Wow. One trillion. Oh dollars. man. The, okay, Doctor Evil stuff. Here's the title: the world's first publicly traded company to be valued at one trillion dollars. Wow. It took them 42 years to do it. They were gonna go under for a minute there. No one believed in them oh, for yeah. quite yeah. some time. Actually, I they still don't believe in them. Started but. <laughs> in a Silicon Valley garage. Steve Jobs. Steve Wozniak. Okay, so Apple shares thieves. <laughs> they, they are in a lot of ways. Uh, the Apple shares gained five eighty nine to close yesterday at two oh seven a share, Ooh, bringing geez. its market value to just over one trillion. That's crazy. That achievement seemed for a way back in nineteen ninety seven when Apple was on the brink of bankruptcy. It was turned around engineering by Jobs, who returned the company he co-founded after being ousted. Uh, so, I mean, that was the breaking point, though, right? Yeah. That mid-90s time was a crazy time for technology. A lot of companies went bankrupt because oh, yeah. of the changing technology, and they did a good job of adapting to the times, right? Yeah. I uh, I listened to an NPR special where they talked about an Apple advertising executive, and he was like, he was like hey, this is even before hipsters. This is like in the early 2000s. He was like, hey, we preyed on you. Like we made you feel like we had the, uh, you know, John Hodgman and, you know, that other actor, the hip, cool, young actor and and right next to each other. And he's like, I'm a PC. And then he was like, I'm an Apple, bro. Right. And right. We, they were like, we played on you. We made it seem like we were cooler than we really were when you could go buy something for a fraction of the cost at the same thing. Like in our in our our, our um, yep. MP3 players, like we we played you, we we made you want to buy a two thousand dollar laptop when you could just go buy a three hundred dollar laptop. Like mm-hmm. it was a it was an extensive long interview, and he was just giving it all away. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It's all marketing. Yep. Who would have known? Like iPhone is like the uh, the standard now. The standard, yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy for everything. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah, you buy exercise equipment, and it's only equipped to put an iPhone on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's what? wild. Yeah. Uh, all right, so check this out. <clears throat> Have you heard of this Monopoly game scam that happened, oh, happened yeah. with McDonald's? Yeah. I heard yeah. That. So ben Years Aff- ago. And Ben Affleck, well, yeah, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are making a movie of it now. Apparently, there was a huge bidding war over this movie rights for this story, and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were the ones who secured it. Uh, it's a story about how ex-cop Jerry Jacobson rigged that, uh, you know, that game that we all played, the McDonald's, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Monopoly game. Mm-hmm. Um, that was late 90s, right? Or, I, or mid-90s? I would always win, like, a free small fry. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's all anybody Dude. ever won. Yeah. That shit was awesome. <laughs> I want cheeseburgers and hash browns. And that's all muffins. we all ever won. But this guy. No, I got a story uh, after this. Hold he, on. He won $24 million sharing it with his co-conspirators. He worked for the company that printed the tickets, and he was able to print them out, give them to his friends or something uh, like insider that. Insider so, trading. So what's your story, Aaron? Okay, this came out probably in high school or so. I like the game. I, I got Park Place. And I had my little board out, you know, with all my pieces stuck to it. And this chick in right. class. You need I a was board walk, I was a fr- right? I was like a freshman in high school. This chick said, I was just joking around. I had Park Place. I said, great, I just need Boardwalk. And I'm winning the million dollars. She said, what? I got, I, I got Boardwalk. But it's at home. And I'm like, no fucking way. You're tripping. So I tell her, <laughs> bring it tomorrow. We'll put it together. 
we we're gonna win the million dollars and right. i was she sold me i thought i went home that night thinking we're gonna be millionaires the next day no she came the next day she came the next day oh i, I couldn't find it I got no. and by that time i was like okay she was fucking full of shit oh yeah she was like, eh, but have boardwalk, she had, Aaron. She had me going for yeah. that day. You want boardwalk? Give me your phone number, and I'll give you boardwalk. You need the boardwalk first. <laughs> I'm going to need to see the boardwalk. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, I had a I had a buddy who was obsessed with that game. Um, seriously, he could, he could not get over it. Uh, he went to McDonald's every day, every, every single day. Dude, that game was a shit when it first came out, and it kind of played out. It was a phenomenon, man. Yeah, after a while, it really was. I was addicted to. I mean, everybody was like, I would get the hash browns because I knew that was the breakfast one. Then you could get the fries. It was, yeah, it was a, certain burgers. You knew what which ones to buy, and you'd always get better chances. You know, right? We all had the board at home and put them yeah. on there, right? It was a genius marketing yeah. scheme. Super genius, sure. it was. And this guy, uh, so they, everybody they, would want to upsize the drink to get the pieces. They'd yep. want to get the big fries to get the pieces on it. Right, you'd, yep. you'd like end up paying more, and one in every ten or fifteen pieces, you might get a little free seventy cent hash brown that was, you know. So yeah. this guy apparently knew how to rig it, and we never got the pieces that we needed, you know. Yeah, and this guy was able to get them for himself and give them to his friends and print them out. How much is well, a hash you, brown nowadays? Uh, dollars two bucks. <laughs> you, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. Do you, do you guys know about what make the, the next game that McDonald's doing? Right, it's kind of similar to the uh, the um, the uh, what you call it that we were just talking about Monopoly. the Monopoly thing. But when you pull off the tabs, it like your prize is is early onset diabetes. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, Man, and uh, it just immediately transfers. Yep. It's almost then, like an acid tab. Like you just yeah. pull the t- thing off, you just yeah. put it on your skin. Yeah, instant diabetes. Yeah, yeah. and it, like childhood obesity is right. one of them, and you know blood sugar issues. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think like at the end you ultimately get pa- uh, pancreatic cancer, and it all comes premature with a, child development. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. A, is one testosterone yep. lowers uh, the testosterone. All those extra uh, hormones in there. Yeah. So thanks, McDonald's, uh, for yep. your new. Um, your new Monopoly game. I, we really appreciate it. <laughs> and you know what? It's going to go on forever like a real Monopoly right. game. It'll never end. So Patrick Stewart coming back to Star Trek. Yes. You hear this? Shut uh, up, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new CBS series uh, for all access, which is lame. It's like the fucking oh, online shit. It's like Hulu, CBS Hulu oh, or something. No. It's, it looks like it's going to take place after Star Trek The Next Generation instead of being a reboot or a prequel. Yeah. The um, generation the, geri- after. the geriatric generation. <laughs> I love you, Patrick Stewart. He said, I, the I generation after that other one. <laughs> he said in a, in a quote, quote, It is therefore an unexpected, delightful surprise to find myself excited and invigorated to be returning to Jean-Luc Picard and explore new dimensions with him, seeking out a new life for him when I thought that life was over, end quote. Oh, nice. That was almost kind of a slight dig there, like, uh, I seriously don't know what you guys are going to do with this character, but I'm on board. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, he's, you know, and he doesn't need to. I'm done. No. He's still successful. I'm down to die one episode in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Or right. write it out. It's like yeah. what uh, Anthony what Hopkins happens. did with uh, Westworld. He was only on the first episode. And uh, they sold it, you know, the whole series. Like, oh, yeah, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, for season two? Well, I mean, on season two, he's barely... It's all like... It's like flashback stuff, you know? So he's in there. 
but yeah. you know what I mean. Like, oh yeah, they 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 didn't film much very of him, <laughs> you know. And it's like they're using it for all this flashback shit. Sir Anthony Hopkins, uh, too expensive. But check this out: Chris Rock is going to be on the FX series for Fargo. Oh, Fargo's a good series. Have, yeah, I was going to ask it's Aaron: have show. you have you seen that TV series for Fargo? I haven't. Killer man, it's oh. a good show. It's definitely worth watching. The I think both seasons so far have been drastically different from each other. Yeah. So to see that Chris Rock is going to be on the third season, I'm oh kinda, man, I'm interested in like where it's going to go. Like the one that the one the season with uh, Christian Stewart and her husband. Oh, that, it's the fourth season. Oh, my man. bad. This is yeah, the fourth was, season. Uh, it's going to apparently be set in 1950, which is Christian almost Stewart. like it was. A I heard it was good, but I, I missed Stewart. the. I think I heard it was good the second season. I'm like the type that I can't just jump in. I got to go back and watch it from the beginning. You know, who's the girl from Spider Man? So I just got to go. Figure out how I can watch the whole thing. It's the one that looks like Billy Corgan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it all on Netflix? Yeah. She was little no, girl in, in FX, um, Interview with the Vampire. What? Okay. Who? Who is that? Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. The the season with Kirsten Dunst and her husband, her real life husband, plays in yeah, that show. Yeah. 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 Um, that's a good. That's that a was good the last season. one. That was the last season. Yeah. That was really season really three. good. But I I like season two, season one. I mean, they You'd were like all, it, Aaron. It was a good series. I think you'll dig it, Aaron. Yeah, I need to check it out. Definitely check it out. So Chris Rock going to be in season four, which is going to be coming out. Uh, I don't know. Speaking speaking of Rock, uh, shout out to uh, Castle Rock. That's a pretty dope show. Castle Rock. Yeah. The on new, Hulu? Uh, yeah, on Hulu, the new Stephen King and J.J. Yeah, right. Abrams show. I've, I've been hearing good things about it. So good what, show. can you describe it briefly for our listeners? Yeah. So it's set in Castle Rock where Shawshank is, where the prison is. But also where Cujo happened. Is it the same time um, of the Shawshank, like 1920s? Uh, no, it's, it's current times. Oh. So all of this has happened. Like, there's even one girl who's, like, the niece of of, of, uh, uh, of Jack Torrance from The Shining. Wow. And it, like, it all, it takes a lot of stuff and puts it all into no kind of good. No shit. Stephen King, if, for all of you listeners who have read the Dark Tower series, you know that um, Stephen King incorporates all of his novels, all in like all of them are it's kind a, of all encompassing. Yeah, it's a universe yep. that all the stories kind of connect to. Yeah, wasn't there some new Shining? Yes, yeah, Coming and I've read I've read the book. Well, oh. after we did the podcast, I read the book. Doctor Sleep, Doctor Sleep, with Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. After Coming we out did, next year. Yep. After we did that podcast, awesome. that I had I had to do it, and I read nice. the book. And it and and for those of you who have not read Doctor Sleep, it is a fucking amazing book it's yeah it's you know awesome i heard okay so i heard mixed reviews on it everybody That's says good. that it's like very abstract hard to follow what do you think about that not like, at all no nope. great great plot line um i a lot of the people who do that they probably really like the the kind of stanley kubrick version of the shining um if you ever read the real shining the Stephen oh, King yeah. version of the shining that's the scariest shit it's a lot more intense and it's yeah. a lot more in depth this one i a was lot on of stuff that oh, wasn't in the movie man edge of my seat while while going through this book i mean it was that good nice. i'm excited to see the, the movie awesome well check it out netflix nabbing animal farm i don't know if you guys remember that Yo. book yep Nan- uh, animal orwell. yeah george orwell's classic that yeah in high school for something i think we all did yeah. i think it was a standard reading so it's like basically kind of like you know um uh it was about the communist kind of stalinist regime at the time uh, that was happening in Russia, and basically George Orwell was kind of like, um, basically, it was based on the Russian Revolution and the Stalinist regime after that, mm-hmm. and uh, basically how, you know, the people at the top get the top, and the people at the bottom get kind of shit on, and uh, it and it's all based on uh, the hierarchy of a farm, you know? Yeah. With horses, pigs, uh, dogs, everything else has, like, kind of a character and a type of archetype for a type of person in life or something, you know, it's like a, a really well done, 
uh, book. And so apparently Andy Serkis, uh, cool. which is, he did Mowgli. Aaron, uh, did you see that one? Uh, Mowgli? Remember the live action yeah. Jungle Book? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I watched it. Yeah. So what did you think about that? That was pretty cool. It was dope, right? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was great. I liked it. So this dude is going to be doing this, and and when it's Wait, based, that was the live action one, right? Yeah, I'm is getting this... that confused with another one. There was was that the most? That was the one a few years back. Warner Brothers Mowgli. Yeah. Yes, Bill 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 Murray like, is Baloo. It was like one year or two years ago. Yeah, it was a good. Is that movie. the one Christopher Walken did, King Louis? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely seen that. Yeah. That oh, was you, a good. That was a good one. That was oh, good. You right. Me a, you remind me of a joke right now. <laughs> uh, so what's the opposite of Christopher Reeves? Christopher B. Walken. Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard that one before. Buzzing. <laughs> oh man! And I Buzzing. said that. I said that right as they released uh, uh, Margot Kidder's, uh, uh, you know, ruled as a suicide today. <laughs> like, oh, that's horrible. Perfect timing. I know it's horrible. Perfect timing for that. Got to lighten up the mood. Yeah, I said actually that's funny. That's the second time I've done that because when I first oh, heard that joke, shit. I told it to somebody, and uh, and it was right when Christopher Reeves died. And, and it, it was not funny to them at all. Okay, so we're all fans of FX shows that have been on there. Uh, sure. To the bare I, necessities, you know. I mm-hmm. wanted to bring this one up. Aaron, I don't know if you've heard about this, but FX is bringing this new show. It's called Shogun, which aired originally on NBC over five nights in 1980. Nice. And it, was a, it earned multiple Emmys, Golden Globes, Peabody's. It was this very well-acclaimed series in the 1980s. Yep. And now it's coming back. What was um, it about? Uh, apparently, it's about uh, it's a period drama from shoguns, like uh, I guess you know, like the samurai shogun warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from that era, I guess. So I'm not sure. It's based on the novel uh, that this guy wrote, and so yeah. there you go. That book uh, was everywhere for the longest time. The that's the, the latest you know, FX series, is Shogun. So that's going to be coming some up. fighting type stuff. Yeah, it looks to be samurai era style. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that show. I don't know if you guys watched it. It's I think it's AMC too, but Into the Badlands. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. that's Very, pretty good. Yeah, that's, yep. that's a good one too. Cool one. A lot of dope fighting in it. All right, so check this out. Have you guys seen the trailer for this one? It's called City of Lies. Oh, about the Biggie Smalls uh, murder. Yeah, so it's yeah. about the Biggie Smalls murder. Uh, there's a new movie. I know, Aaron. You were saying what was that documentary that you saw, Aaron? That was about Biggie Smalls and Tupac murder uh, type well, of deal. Well, there was a back to back. There was a, a documentary. And then there was an actual show. Ah, okay. After it. And it actually had some some good actors in it. Huh. Right. Um, but yeah, I heard about this Oh, it's one got here Forrest Whitaker? Depp. It's got Forrest awesome. Whitaker. It's got Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp plays the sheriff that's trying to solve the murder of Biggie Smalls. And so we're watching the trailer right now. It's called City of Lies. You guys can, of course, like check it out on YouTube. Cool. Thing that I but this looks kind of good. Yeah. Saw. This doesn't look like a generic, but unfortunately, the production or release date, I think the production's finalized, so excuse me on that, but the release date has been stopped or pushed back. Yeah, because Johnny Depp has been a crazy person lately. Johnny Depp, yeah, I can yeah. see that. He's been in the news for just being a dumb shit. And yeah, right. Looking, trying to, looks like he's going through a crisis. Like a midlife yeah. crisis or and something, how right? How old is he? Uh, 50s. 50-something. Yeah. yeah. Was that about when a midlife crisis hits? Oh, man, maybe. Po- <laughs> so I mean, possibly. There's probably been anywhere from 
late forties to oh yeah s- maybe you remember remember in the movie um, or so remember in the movie Happy Gilmore where every time he lo- Happy loses his cool there's that golfer who just looks at him and shakes his head yeah it's like yeah um, I forget what they what the dude he's a real golfer real, he's a real golfer I yeah, think yeah. every time Johnny Depp does something Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> is in the background shaking his head yeah. uh, so we'll just have to see what happens with that. Um, Oh, the Mighty Ducks star. Oh, man. Okay, so check this out. Mighty Ducks co-star Sean Weiss Crazy was story. arrested early Saturday in Northern California, allegedly high on drugs and acting bizarrely with a flashlight. Uh, oh, bro. He's 38 years old. Have you seen this picture, Aaron? I haven't yet. Okay. Oh, man. Dude. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, it's rough. Okay, so check him out. That's him on the left uh, in better times, maybe no. like, I don't know, five, six years ago. Yeah, not long ago at all. On the Dude. right. That looks like a dude that's like in his sixties or something, right? Oh yeah, that's that's all meth, but right there. There's dude, a picture of Goldberg. All I'm, meth. Poor guy. I'm I'm not believing it right now. Isn't Poor that guy. crazy? I think that's some like picture of a homeless man. That I don't know. Off the look at that nose and those eyes, though, and the the eyebrows, look man. At the, no, it's look real. At the nostrils and that's shit. him. They're, they're facing up more on that one. Yeah, because it's more. Well, they up. confirmed it. <laughs> they confirmed it. They confirmed it. Uh, it's yeah, really him. Eyes, that, eyes that's him, dude. That's yeah. him. Uh, so, Bro. so audience, look, look this up because Sean Weiss, he he was super funny. We all loved him on Fat Camp and Mighty Ducks and stuff heavyweights. like that. Heavyweights, heavyweights. Well, I think Fat Camp. Um, heavyweights. <laughs> well, that's a general <laughs> description camp, of it. Yeah. Anyway, he's a, he's a he was a funny kid actor. He was really cool, you know, really cool. But it just it looks like he got a hold of some really good meth. And the crystal just ripped him apart. I mean, he really does. He's got meth mouth and everything. It looks pretty well, gnarly. It's crazy. Dude. Poor guy. Ball Jack need to get him a heavy dose as a Ball Jack. Maybe we can get him. We well, might back. have to. Yeah, you know, you we, know, maybe Ball Jack can reach out to him and uh, might be able see to see if we can help him up. Well, help it has like well, it has. I think like five hundred grams of ginkgo biloba. So it, it sh- I mean, at least let him remember the things that he did when he was it should. Yeah, maybe crow's milk too. You know, like yeah, that crow egg could just help him. You know. Oh yeah, bit. recuperate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Blockbuster, check it out. Uh, filmmakers launched this Kickstarter for a new documentary called The, the Last, Last Blockbuster. Blockbuster. <laughs> oh, man. So, of course, Blockbuster video, we all know, peaked in at over 9,000 stores in its, haste, in its heyday. In 1989, a new store opened every 17 hours, but now there is only one. What happened? Well, Wait, the last... Is that for a um, series <laughs> or a movie? This is a movie. It's a documentary, man. I there is one it. blockbuster left apparently in the United States. I like, I like the idea. I could see it. I could see it being a series though, too. It's in oh, yeah. Bend, cool. Oregon. The you last know, like, blockbuster. The last blockbuster, and people go visit it like it's a museum, Aaron. It is. It's a tourist attraction. Yep. It's crazy. Um, Reminisce on the old movies each week on the series, and. Uh, have the you know the the video game competitions? Right. Yeah, and, uh, I, oh, dude. You know, I went to I went to Blockbuster a lot when they were kind of going downhill because they had really good sales on like Blu-ray and DVDs and stuff yeah. like that. And then yeah. oh yeah, um, and then it just it just got to a point where there was like no need anymore. It, and, and I'm sorry, Blockbuster, if any of you, or anybody who used to work at Blockbuster that lost your job, but it just uh, it was just no need. No, they they phased out. No. It's just a natural progression of the way things work. You know? They should have jumped on I used to love going to Blockbuster, before. though, man. I used to love just browsing and getting weird movies. And What's the mm-hmm. one at this? You know, Redbox, right? Redbox. Redbox. Yeah, Redbox is awesome. That. 
They should have had a Blockbuster box at every store. They should have, yeah. They should have had like a, a digital service as well. Yeah. They just completely missed that whole yep. train. Absolutely. And all these other that. companies took them over, you know? Uh, so speaking of that, uh, movies and such, there was a new article that came out in Bloomberg. So if I had to ask you guys, how would you improve the movie theater experience? If you can just think about going to the movies for yourselves... What what would you like that would be cool that would make you go to the movies more or make it more enjoyable? Oh man! For I, me, I yeah. can think like allowing alcohol. Yeah. The purchase of it, I mean, because they're already making me pay seven dollars for a goddamn popcorn. It's yeah. got to be at least ten dollars for a beer, right? I would pay that. Give me a beer with a, n- a spilly cup on it. I don't know. But what else? I don't go to movies much anymore. I'd like to have better food, like maybe like a sandwich so about- or something. What about, um, I'm just thinking right now, what about, like, little smaller VIP rooms with, like, Ah, little, little... That'd be cool. Littler sections you could go in with a family or um, a bunch of friends and kind of, you know, 15, 20 people or less. Yeah, And with a big movie theater room, you know, like you would have in a big... Like a private party. But you're seeing the brand new movies. But you're seeing the brand new movies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. That's interesting. Absolutely. I think... You uh, have to worry about idiots yelling and talking dumb shit in the back and... Right. Throwing... It just ruins it. Fucking popcorn around and... Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, or... or, What do you think, Charles? Well, get get a couple of... Because you always have, like, some chains around big movie theaters. You have, like, subways and... And uh, you know a Starbucks and stuff like that. Like get get a get them to kind of get in the business and and you know be able to bring in some of that stuff into the theater instead of ah you yeah, know having right? a, yeah like if if Subway pays like a fee or whatever like that to have their business you know link up with the movie theater business and you be able to go get your sub and bring in. I mean I know it's going to be a mess, but seriously, you're charging like you said like fucking eight bucks for a thing of popcorn. You can pay better wages to people to or clean serve up and, better food. You're yeah, for serve two better hours. food exactly. Sitting for two hours or more, you know. Yeah, get some like heat, heating up pizzas in the microwave or something. Something yeah. better than just fucking popcorn and nachos. You know? Oh yeah, I mean, God, God damn, you know. Big time, and you know that the uh, a home theater experience is pretty rocking now. You can get a sixty inch four exactly. K TV for exactly. five hundred bucks. Yeah, there's really yeah. no need in a lot of ways. Uh, random news from around the, around the world: uh, California's car wildfire. Apparently, the investigation was done. It was caused by a flat tire. No flat tire. It was a tire that blew the rim out. Sparking. Yeah. yeah. On the tractor trailer, July twenty third, the sparks from that caused the rim of the tire to hit the asphalt, and that's what became the car fire in Northern California. Horrible. Destroyed more than one thousand homes and is still burning. Oh, man. So Horrible. now, uh, the largest California wildfire on record is burning right now in Mendocino. It's called the Mendocino Complex Fire. It was the combination of two fires that wow. joined together, and now it's uh, spanning over 300,000 acres. That's horrible. Which you know, is just yeah. insane. You know, uh, sorry, listeners, because this is really dramatic news, but, you know, Yosemite is closed indefinitely. Yeah, for yes. for quite some time. Yep. So, it's uh, nuts. And check it out. In Lollapalooza, not much better in Chicago, as 74 people were shot 11 fatally in Chicago over the weekend. I don't know if you... I was watching the Lollapalooza lose a live stream. I, heard, I had no idea this was going on. I heard, Yeah, I heard some it's violence crazy. ensued, but I didn't know it was 74 people. And That's a lot. 
Forty Shit. people were shot. Seventy-four were injured in a seven-hour period. Well, Chicago is the murder capital it, of the of the nation right now. I mean, Southside Chicago is rough. Gang violence, or yeah, is that what this was. Yeah, it's gang violence. That's just wild. Yeah. So uh, shooting in the crowds, just well, ran, like yeah. randomly shooting. In the See, crowds. that's the thing. I don't know if we can say it's necessarily gang violence. Um, I, ideally, because or uh, specifically, uh, apparently they they the Chicago police said, "quote." They take advantage of the opportunity of summer crowds and shoot into a crowd no matter who they hit. Yeah. So it's just they're just fucking around. They're not it, even trying to shoot anybody well, it may related be, to gang violence. It may be, a, uh, maybe an initiation thing. Ah, yeah, right. Yep, yep. No, that's crazy. Yeah, what a so. a bunch of fucking cowards, right? Oh, yeah, yeah big time. Horrible. Big time. Uh, just, like, depressing, man. Somebody has got to shoot at innocent people just a fucking bunch of pussies oh yeah speaking of speaking of Big depressing time. things that can't be explained oh man russia russia appoints steven seagal as oh, a geez. new envoy as a special representative on u.s russia russia relations like, yeah what the fuck is that that's steven, crazy steven seagal is now we got dennis rodman for north korea i know right we got steven seagal for <laughs> russia Wait. what's next we're gonna have arnold for germany and uh, we're going to have fucking, uh, I don't know what. I forgot he Arnold, was. Honor, at least did I Arnold. hear that he was a sexual harasser? When did that? Well, yeah, Steven, Steven yeah. Seagal, yes, yeah. yes. At least, Ar- at least Arnold has some political experience, but Steven <laughs> for- Seagal forced himself on some uh, on some co-stars Is that or something a few like years that. back or when was that? No, no it's recent. Was, yeah, like this year yeah. or last year they came out oh, with those okay. allegations. Because yeah, now he's, a, he as of 2016, Steven Seagal is a Russian citizen. So, like, it, he probably jammed out to escape that whole thing. And all know, we, way to go, Polanski. All we need is Gary Busey to work on Iran, and we got the axis of go. ridiculousness, you know? Chop, there you go. Probably knocked her out with a chop to the back of the neck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Horrible. All Steven right. Seagal. Check this out. New York City uh, cracking down on Uber and Lyft as they put some new caps. So here's the deal. It's the first of its kind in the U.S., and it lets the city... Uh, impose a minimum wage for yeah. the app-based service. Its action is being taken as the city studies the rapidly changing industry. Supporters say that the both yellow cab industry and its drivers uh, for the ride-hailing services are being hurt as Uber cars flood New York City oh, streets. Man. They're saying it causes way way more traffic. And uh, the opponents say that Uber, Uber and Lyft provide services to the boroughs outside Manhattan that aren't serviced by yellow taxis. We oh, we need we need Dolly and and. She's not coming back. <laughs> She's not coming back. She's okay. lost. So, so this is what I think about yellow, yellow. Whenever I think about cabs versus Uber, I think about when we went to AfterShock that one year. Yeah, and and that cab <laughs> cab driver tried to take us for a ride. We yeah, we would pay like seven bucks for an Uber ride, right? And then Dahlia, like we had an Uber coming, and Dahlia was like, "I'm tired. Let's just call a taxi." And we were like, no, 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 let's, let's just wait for the Uber. And she's like, no, 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 I'm tired. We're calling a cat. So we called the cab, and like $50 later, like Dolly is screaming at the cab driver. He tried to take all these different routes. Oh, and yeah. Trying to be like, uh, oh, yeah. We yeah. take this way, detour. Yeah, and, exactly. And, you know, I remember when I was a kid, even when I was a kid, like in the, in the late 90s, I remember my buddy Roman and I went from Winton to Atwater, and we paid like $20. And a cab. I just I think cabs are a ripoff. And Uber and Lyft came in. I was so glad because they you know they do something really cool for people and it, and it helps people get off the streets who would normally be driving drunk and stuff. And so this this whole it this is, all is bullshit. I know it's bullshit. It's just yeah. the cab union uh, yeah. getting their way. All right, so we're gonna finish up the episode here with I thought this was a, a bizarre 
tipping game. Okay, so I want to get your guys' opinions on this. Check this out. This guy made this post where he goes, basically, quote, So I took the wife out to dinner last night. We've always talked about doing this. You put five singles out on the table at the beginning of a dinner for a waiter or waitress to see. You don't say anything to them, and if they mess up, you take a dollar away and so on. At the end of the dinner, however much is left is their tip. I shit you not, you received the best service of your life. But the waitress kept looking at it as if she was confused. But she played her cards right, did a great job, and received the whole five bucks. I did take away a dollar, though, because she forgot the bread, and she bounced back and gave us extra. Ha ha. All in all, a great evening with my love and a good dinner experiment. We both wanted to tree, uh, try to play out. Straight <sighs> douchebag. Yeah, so first of all. get raped with a pineapple. Five dollars. <laughs> five bucks like, for a dinner? Yeah. I mean, what, are they, what are they eating, first of all? Here's yeah. a picture. And it's you and your wife. You know, it's going to be probably a tip is going to be well worth more Look, over five the, dollars. He's got first the fucking guys. dollars out and he's got a fucking knife. Uh, yeah. A, a knife out there holding the dollars on the corner of what the a table. fucking loser. Yeah. You know what I want to do? I want to take this guy and sit him down at the table and put five pineapples on the table and be like, you're going to be super nice to every waitress you ever see. Or for every time you fuck or up, I'm going to shove them up your ass. Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, so, yeah, they're, basically people started reacting on Twitter, like saying like he's treating them like a training an animal. If they do good, yep. you give them a treat. If they mess up, you rub their nose in it. Yep. I mean, that's just like some really uh, oh, hor- horrible douchebag mentality, right? Yeah. So I hope none of you guys that listen to the show ever do anything like that. I've uh, and yep, I, I know I that, that that kind of stuff is like demeaning and condescending Be nice to people that handle your food. Yeah, people. because yep. if you're not, you're going to end up with something that you may not. Uh, You'd you know. be surprised yeah. in most places if you have <laughs> an know. issue. I don't want to say anything. How willing they are to to make it right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Like most places have no problem with it. Yep. If there's something wrong, they'll fix it. Yeah, there's no need to to be a douche and put it on display like and that. And if not, so. don't go back. And that's your your payback, right? right? Yeah. Don't, don't go yeah, back. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. What All right. n- nicely done. Nicely done. And <laughs> that's ending it for us tonight. Make sure you guys check us out at thegaragerockshow.com every Friday for you guys. Also on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash thegaragerockshow. We always have our uh, set list for you guys. Every Saturday we put in some new music out there for you guys tomorrow night. Make sure you check it out, 105.7 FM, also 1660 AM, and online anytime, 1057thebear.com. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Peace. Later, later.